Nikki Haley torched him. Chris Christie bitch slapped him. And Mike Pence bitch slapped him. Vivek and Pence, Pence would shred Vivek. Because Pence, it's not that Pence is right. Pence is good. Pence is good. He's been doing this for years. This guy is an old dog. Don't go in there and think just because you're the maverick, you're the new blood, you're the up-and-coming, you know, Southpaw out of Philly that's going to knock the hell out of him. Rock. You ain't. These dudes are bloodhounds, and they're vicious. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. and welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast i am your host john burke with my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner josh sitting just opposite me on the screen here um glad to have you with us today is thursday and it is blazing balls actually you know it's not today's actually not as bad weather wise as it normally is here in texas yeah it's only like 100 it's only like 100 folks normally it's like 113 so instead of satan's butthole it's satan's armpit so we're doing a lot better but anyway big news everybody's talking about debates debates happened last night we saw the debates with the eight current politicians representing or vying for presidency to represent the gop and the 2024 runoff against the vegetable in chief right now if he even decides to run and then you've got um the donald trump tucker carlson interview now folks i watched both yes i subjected myself to both why for you for you, the listener, the viewer, I have subjected myself to insane levels of oil, weaponized levels of retardation. Which one did you uh, enjoy more? Uh, okay, so today is going to be a call-in show. I'm just going to put that out there right now. I need to just do the, I need to update that. Damn it. Uh, news and live scene. Uh, we're gonna do this live. Um, this is so unprofessional and I really don't care. We're going we're gonna to do this so people can actually see the, the call-in number. Um, Josh, introduce Shell Shock while I do this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, right now we're running the, the stage uh, cinnamon. As <laughs> steady as I hear cinnamon. Uh, she got the flip flop titties <laughs> and the flapjack titties. <laughs> yeah, we still have the uh, the code debate. Code debate for twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. That's right. So make sure you take advantage of that. You're gonna love it. You're gonna yeah. like the way you feel. You're gonna like the way you feel. You're gonna like the way you feel high as hell. I had I took a Halo Ultra last night for the debates. Uh, not gonna lie, I needed it because I know, like, look, even I have my favorites in this whole thing. But even I was like, this is gonna be the most mind-numbingly boring thing that I've ever watched in a very long time because it's literally it's not a debate. Let's let's not even kid ourselves, folks. This is not a debate. It's just little segments of talking points and clips. These people are gonna get and take and run with their campaigns and say, look what I said. Look what I said. There was no debating last night. No. But that's also the first rounds of debates. First round of debates is the intro. You're gonna see who these people are. Um, you're going to see who they attack, who they don't attack. It's going to get bloody. But again, that's the first round. Next round, I believe, is the end of September. And don't forget, we still got a long way to go. Now, today's episode, we're taking your calls. It's going to be 214-817-1689. I want to know what you think about it. But first, Josh and I are going to give our opinions on this. Um, 
So let's start out with the fact that Donald Trump uh, aired his interview with Tucker Carlson about five minutes prior to the debate starting over on Twitter. I believe it's upwards of damn near almost 200 million viewers, which is incredible. I know Elon Musk is loving himself some Tucker Carlson right now because they are destroying Fox News. There is that antiquated battle that we've talked about many different times. Fox News now is probably regretting very much getting rid of Tucker Carlson. Their ratings are plummeting. Um, and the fact that Fox News tried to essentially monopolize the debates last night saying that people can't take clips long. And Ben Shapiro talked about this, that you can't take clips over like three minutes long and post them or Fox will sue you. And everybody's just kind of like, bro, Fox, you've lost it. You have lost it. What's going on with you? Like these are the people that are trying to represent, you know, the America out there and you're trying to monopolize this. So the fact that Fox continues to host it, I think is a massive mistake. Um, I think it needs to go away from that. It needs to go away from Fox News. They've had their chance. You blew it. You're just establishment at this point. I don't trust them. I haven't trusted them for a long time. Yeah. But it was a dumb move. But that being said, um, I watched the Tucker Carlson interview with Donald Trump this morning in the gym. And again, if you've listened to me any any period of time, you know I do my best to to give unbiased opinions on this. I will tell you right now, DeSantis did not do good in that last night's debate. So I'm telling you that. So at least you know I'm hopefully you you trust the fact that I'm coming to you with an honest assessment. The Tucker Carlson Trump interview was lackluster at best. I feel like we can all agree that interview, there was nothing in it that number one showed out, laid a pathway for, for Donald Trump's new campaign. He's not given us any indicators of what he plans to do differently. What he talked about off the bat was um, the lackluster or Biden administration. We know this. We know Biden's doing a horrible job. Trump keeps referencing that. That's a good thing. You know, that's a good thing. But at the same token, this is your chance to say, this is my plan. I don't, I don't, we don't have this from Trump yet. What's my plan forward? I mean, the questions that I felt Tucker Carlson gave him were some softball ass questions. Now, I still don't know where Donald Trump stands on. If there was another lockdown, if there was another COVID, are you going to lock down the country? That's the question I expected Tucker to ask. And he did not. I lost a lot of respect for Tucker Carlson doing this. Tucker's doing it because he knows the influence. He knows the views. He's going to get paid. Tucker also does not like Trump. People remember this. No, remember the text that got leaked for this? He said he's insufferable. I don't know. It seemed like he liked him. I mean, everybody likes Trump. He he gets them like, bro. He seems like a likable guy. Trump? Yeah. If you're on his side, maybe. I don't know. Regardless, the fact is, though, um, I mean, well, Trump, here's the thing that like really bothered me about that interview. Uh, I don't know why. Carlson brought up Jeffrey Epstein, but he did. Jeffrey Epstein, of all things, I, I make that akin to the, the debate question of UFOs. And even Chris Christie's like, you're asking me this seriously? And that's why I feel like Fox News is a joke. Like, look, you've only got two hours, and it runs over sometimes. You've got two hours to interview these candidates and see where they stand, and you're asking stupid UFO questions? Even the other candidates yeah. like, really? Christie did a good job turning around. We'll get to that. Um, but... Tucker Carlson asked Donald Trump about Jeffrey Epstein, and the answer is going to surprise you. I was shocked by this. This is Donald Trump and his answer on this. You, 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 you see for yourself. Listen to this. Hold on. Let me let me get the uh, soundbite for you. He's going to come up. He's asking Donald Trump on, "Do you think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself?" Hold on. Again, I don't know why he asked him this, but let's go into it. Here we go. I don't know what he did with Epstein, but possibly he Do you think do it's that. possible that Epstein was killed? Oh, sure, his- it's possible. I, I mean, I don't really believe... I think he probably uh, committed suicide. He had a 
life with, you know, beautiful homes and beautiful everything. And he, uh, all of a sudden, he's incarcerated and not doing very well. I would say that he did. But there are those people. There are many people. I think you're one of them, right? But a lot of people think that he, uh, he was killed. He knew a lot on a lot of people. He was killed. You I think, think so? I think the, more, the closer you look, I'm not a conspiracy person at all. I believe everything I hear. Uh, but, yeah, the, the closer you look into it, I mean, the Attorney General of the United States, your Attorney General, yeah. clearly lied about the Epstein death. Yeah, and he was... why? He was... Uh, certainly, it wasn't well done. They had no cameras. They had no anything. Everybody was sleeping. And, you know, there, the, a case could be made. Look, I'm not going to get involved in it. But I can tell you, a case could be made either way. But uh, it certainly wasn't... What the hell are you talking about? A case could be made. The case could really be made around it there, didn't he? Bro, I'm sitting there and Trump, like, I'm sorry. Everybody talks about like how hardcore Trump is. Trump acting like a bitch. He danced, he danced around he it. He danced around it. And here's the reason why. Did you see the clips where Donald Trump's been praising and kissing Hillary Clinton's ass? Uh, I'll no. post it for you. This is stuff that Donald Trump is that he he's gone back and he's he's called Hillary Clinton a beautiful person. From 2018? No, no. This was recently. Donald Trump is cool with the Clintons now. That Epstein thing, you know what that was all about. Clinton was so wrapped up into that Bill Clinton. Epstein had pictures of Clinton on that island. Clinton, the royals. Absolutely. Uh, so the, the fact that Donald Trump sits there and says, I don't believe he killed himself. Who are you covering for, bro? I'm sorry, but everybody that sits there says, deep state, deep state, deep state, deep state. Uh, that's not some deep state type, type conspiracy theorism right there. Donald Trump saying, I don't believe he killed himself. He just, he got moved to a different jail cell, lost all of his cars. I mean, there's the case to be made, but I'm not going to go near that one. Why? It seems like there's certain things that, I'm, no, that, I'm can, curious. that can't Donald, be talked about. Donald right? Trump wants to come out there and get Jim Caviezel to bend over and kiss his orange ass and say, he's doing so much for human trafficking. And then the, the archetype fucking poster child of human trafficking, Jeffrey Epstein, Donald Trump acts like a bitch. I just don't think he killed himself. I think it's because uh, just he was having a very hard time. Who are you covering for, bro? So all of you MAGA types saying, oh, the swamp runs deep, that's the poster child right there. Oh, Trump does so much for human trafficking, except concede to the fact that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. Come on. What do you think the rest of those people on the debate stage would have said? As far as what? Asked the same question. Do you think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? Oh, they would have said hands down, absolutely not. He was murdered. And I'd go, I'd look at the Clintons. You think so? Oh, absolutely. You think all those people on the debate stage? You don't think they would? No. Why? I just think it's too. Because oh, you think they're wrapped up in it. I think it's too taboo of a topic to come out. It's almost like saying <sighs> the election was was rigged. Like a lot of people no. go up to like when no. they got up there and they talked about. I think when the, it comes to uh, human trafficking, of the presidency, it's sacred. All this other shit, and they so they hold it up on a pedestal. So they don't want it to make it sound like somebody could get in there and kill somebody without. But that's it, still that goes back to the association of the deep state. That's why I just and think they've all when they get to that the position, state. they don't want to talk about certain things. I think that's what he was doing. I think that's a very I big right. thing. I, don't, I think it's a very big thing to talk about. I think human yeah, trafficking think, and Jeffrey Epstein that would that made international headlines for months upon months. To sit there and say that we're not going to talk about it, that's very disingenuous as a politician. What Trump pulled there, politics be damned, that's a bitch move. That's a yeah, bitch ass I mean, move. Donald it's, Trump, you're telling like me, he you're telling me the same dude that wants to go toe to toe with Vladimir Putin, Kim Jong Un of North Korea, Z, what's his nuts over in China, that he'll go hard with them, but then you bitch out with Jeffrey Epstein? No, bro, no, absolutely not. That's that's not nah. that ain't presidential right there. That's bitch move material. And the only reason Donald Trump would pull a bitch move like that 
Somebody's got something on them. Maybe. But Maybe then again, but here's the other part. If they did have something on them, the only reason they haven't released it is it implicates the people that have it on them. And that's yeah. probably the Clintons. Well, and I, I, bet, I think they, I bet it's uh, one of those like, we're going to release stuff about you, but there's a certain little secret down layer below that we're not going to touch this material. And that material is like probably pedophilia, stuff like that, that I think they're probably all wrapped up on. But it's like, it's like nuclear, it's a nuclear war standoff. It's a cold war of pedophilia. Who's going to release it first? Because I think if the Clintons release anything about Donald Trump, he's going to release shit about them, and then it's all fucking going to hell. And that's what I think. Like, I, I really feel, I, I honestly feel. You don't think if they had something on Trump right now, they wouldn't have released it already? Going they, all the way back to 2015 when a tape got leaked of him saying, oh, when you're rich, you can grab women by the pussy. They that's let different, you do anything. though. That's different. That's, that's a whole different thing versus pedophilia. I, I mean, I'm, I'm speculating here. I'm not going to say I believe it entirely, but I could see why. If if Trump has shit on the Clintons in regards to Epstein and, and child trafficking, oh yeah, and they've got stuff on him for whatever reason, if it gets to that level, like everybody's toast. Get them for things that are like actionable, but don't go nuclear. Mm-hmm. I, that's that. That's my guess why he's doing this. Well, give me some reason. I mean, folks, what do you think? Why do you think he didn't answer that question honestly? For the reason I stated that, I think it's too taboo of a topic for Trump, some of these politicians Trump to talk about. Trump literally retweets He's MMA not, fighters yeah. that compare him to beating Biden's ass. That is very unpresidential. Trump, this, there is nothing, there is not a presidential bone in that man's yeah, mouth or tongue. Know. He talks about everything. He doesn't care. Yeah, why is Nothing's off limits with him. Is so, like, you can't talk about him. Like, nobody wants to talk like Voldemort. You don't, you don't want to mention his name. Like, <laughs> the reason Trump doesn't want to talk about it is probably yeah. he's involved in I mean, it. We could talk about it. I think oh, he absolutely. absolutely was murdered. He was murdered. Hands down. McAfee, too. Absolutely. I mean, oh, by the way, the Russian dude that uh, helped facilitate the coup against Putin, yeah, he died in a plane crash. Shocker. Yeah, right. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah. There's, there's your 2023 bingo card. We called that. We called it on the show. Anybody could, yeah, with I know. Brain could go. Well, let me at least feel good about myself for once before you try stealing it from me. Jesus. We all called it. And I was like, whoever facilitated this coup, even if they come to a peace fire or a peace a peace talk, you're dead. You know, would be Putin impressive. Putin does not said, let his enemies live. If you said he would he would die in a plane crash, nobody that would, knew. That been, nobody knew it was gonna be a plane. I figured it'd be a balcony like the one general fell off of and died. Remember that? That was like oh, a yeah, few months yeah. ago. Oh yeah. He fell off that balcony and cracked the skull. I was like, huh, weird. Whoops. Weird. That is so weird. What's going on, Rumble? What's going on, Kick? Welcome to today's episode. It's a call-in episode. It's going to be a little bit longer. Normally, we do this on Fridays, but being last night with the, 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 well, the was the debates, uh, there's a lot to talk about here. Um, and I do want to get your calls. I want to get your opinions. Look, you are more than welcome to disagree with me. Say why you disagree with me. I am 100% open to your interpretation, your viewpoints. Um, is the sound okay? Is everybody uh, is okay with the sound? We got, uh, we got about 375 watching over on Rumble. We got 114 over on Kick. Um, do me a favor, folks. If you could go give me a follow on Kick. I reached out to Kick last night to see if we can get verified and partnered over there with them. We haven't hit some of the criteria. We've hit most of them. I think the criteria is we got to have like upwards of 300 people talking in the chat. So if they basically kind of offer me a partnership, we're just going to start streaming hard over on Kick and grow the audience. Build the Savage Nation on Kick and try and become one of the biggest political streamers over there. Um, I know Destiny's over there. I'd love to get Destiny on the show again, debate him. He's a good dude to talk to. Um, he's he's rational. We got a call? Let's start taking him. Let's just open up the phone lines, folks. The number is 214-817-1689. We didn't get a chance to talk about our opinions on the debate, but we'll get to it. Yellow. Hey, John. Hey, Josh. What's going on, guys? What's going on, man? What you got? I got two questions for you. So the first one is, I don't know if I, I mentioned uh, if you knew Ian went last time I called and you said you didn't, but... Mm-hmm. 
Um, he posted something on his story. He said he doesn't think there's going to be an election next year. What do you think about that? I think there's definitely going to be an election. There's definitely going to be an election. There has to be an election. everything going on in Hawaii and... No, there, there has to be so an election. you think there definitely is? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thought they could suspend an election if there's a war. The United States goes to war. No. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> I mean, there was the past 20 years in Iraq and Afghanistan, we've had elections, but that technically wasn't a war. But if there's a war in Ukraine, no, you don't suspend elections. On the homeland? On the homeland? I mean, that could be a little bit different. Um, absolutely, but we don't have a war on the homeland, so there's that's really not an applicable question. Okay. I agree with you then. I think we'll have an election. <laughs> there, there is definitely going to be a 2024 debate. Don't get it twisted. There will be 100%. All right. Thank you for your call. Appreciate it, bro. Second question. Second oh. question is uh, the Russian guy. Do we really know if he died? I mean, his name is on the plane manifest. No, we don't. Um, I, but at the same token, though, Putin doesn't leave his enemies alive. He never has. He never will. And in fact, he's actually kind of right for that. If uh, not in the sense of like right versus wrong, in the sense of his position as a dictator of Russia, um, yeah, you don't let your enemies live. That's a sign of weakness. This is it's been that way throughout every empire, top or grows, falls. If you have someone that attempts a coup for whatever reason and you still for whatever reason remain in power, you eliminate them and you show your enemies what you do. You make an example of them. Now so much it's not like it's more off it's more on the nose now, to where it's just kind of like more subtle. I wouldn't say on the nose, excuse me. It's just more, um, you know, the plane crash. It's like, oh, that's that's uh, weird. It's like, but you know what that's about. It's the same with Epstein. You know, you assassinate this dude in his jail cell. Come on, we, we, we all know. We all know. So what Putin did for being someone in his position as far as how he runs that country, that's status quo. It's, I mean, again, everybody saw that coming. Even they knew. Even they knew. They'd be stupid not to. So the dude should have just offed himself, right? It's like, hey, we kind of got what we wanted somewhat. And then you should have just swallowed the bullet right there because you knew, dude, that or you flee Russia and don't ever come back, but they'll find you. But yeah, thank you for your question, bro. Appreciate that. Um, the debates last night, by the way, um, let me just throw our little, let's, let's get our opinions out there so nobody can accuse us of like being swayed by the opinions of callers. Um, okay. The takeaway, who would you say won last night's debate overall? Trump. You think Trump did? Yep. Okay. Based upon his interview or you think just the fact that just nobody really stood out on the stage mm-hmm. um, other than Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm. You know, he came out swinging. He was Vivek made a very serious newbie blunder last night that I feel a lot of people kind of saw unfold real time. Vivek started off strong, but he started off with a very slimy, disgusting. <laughs> Did you see his laugh? Yeah. It seemed very disingenuous, very inauthentic. This guy comes across as a used car salesman. And I mean that in every term of the the statement. He, the thing that you have to remember about Vivek Ramaswamy, last night, he really didn't say anything that I disagreed with. But the thing with Vivek Ramaswamy is he has flip-flopped so many times in the last two years. If you go look at the history of his tweets, I encourage you to go do this. He was pro-vaccine passports. He was pro-vaccine masks. He's pro-vaccine, big pharma guy. His education was paid for by a George Soros grant. So for all the MAGA shills out there that talk about Ron DeSantis being in league with Jeb Bush and WEF, you better apply that same logic to Vivek. And then Vivek doesn't punch at Donald Trump. He didn't say one statement last night that was negative directed at Donald Trump because Vivek is a Trump surrogate. Now, let's go ahead and start with Vivek Ramaswamy since you brought him up. Um, Vivek's stance on the war in Ukraine. I liked it. I agreed with it. He was right. 
Vivek's stance on um, abortion. I agree with it. He was right. Nikki Haley, I think, is done. Number one, okay, that's just Vivek. Yeah, well, I think Vivek, the biggest back, mistake. Going, going back to him, he yeah. said all the right things, I he think. Did. But he did. that doesn't mean I believe that he believes that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I agree, yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I think a lot of voters right do, though. I think yeah. a lot of voters do think, because I think most voters are not going to look into Vivek Ramaswamy's past. Uh, and I think more and more of it's going to come out. Um, he has said some very off-the-cuff weird stuff. But either way... As we progress in the debates and people start dropping out, you'll get more time for Vivek to kind of just dig his own grave. But Vivek will not attack Trump. I said it last night in the debates. If you watched, I appreciate everybody that tuned in for that, by the way. Thank you for that. Um, I said last night, I want to see who's going to punch at Donald Trump. I did not expect Nikki Haley to, and she did right off the bat. But before we get to that, I just want to finish with Vivek. Vivek made a massive blunder last night. Number one, he ripped off some stuff from Obama in his speeches. His intro is like, who's this skinny girl with a funny last name? Obama said something very similar. He's plagiarizing right off the bat. Yeah. That's, that's bothersome to me. saying what he thinks people want to hear. Exactly. He's a politician. Secondly, Vivek, and you got to remember this, folks. After every debate, what are their, what are their handlers going to do? What are their campaigns going to do? They're going to go to the polls. We're going to see some poll numbers shift around here now. I think you're going to see Vivek increase. I think Nikki Haley's going to decrease. Nikki Haley shot herself in the foot hard last night. But before we get to that again, the mistake that Vivek made, he went out there and instantly started punching at everybody. He tried pulling a Trump. The problem is you are not Donald Trump. You are not going to sit there. I'm sorry, but the, the, the shine is gone. There's only one Donald Trump that can pull that. Vivek ain't it. Now, he instantly went out there and said, you're all bought and paid for. And what did they do? They dogpiled him. This isn't a pro Vivek anti. This is a debate strategy discussion now. This is a now. Yeah. Pause your brains because I know a lot of you out there are going to start melting the fuck. Well, John supports Vivek now. No, 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 no. Now I'm discussing this from if I was his campaign manager, I would say Vivek. Next time you go on that stage, do not attack every single motherfucker right off the bat. You go onesies and twosies because what did DeSantis do? He was smart about this. Vivek took so much fire. From all of them, except the two, the one from Arkansas and the other dude from the, like, they're, they're, they might as well just drop out. Like, North Dakota? Yeah, there's no point. I got to say, though. I know. I like Mike Virgo. I know. They, he just seems like a nice guy. I'm the one dude from Arkansas, he just seems like. Asa Hutchinson is a douchebag. Yeah. Like, he's a total douchebag. They all come off, like, just boring but, as hell. And, but they yeah, did Doug say some from good, North Dakota, I thought. North Dakota. You North, should see the taxes up there, eh? Small town. Started actually, Wisconsin, a, ran a, he's run a successful yeah. business. But the other part, though, what I talked about last night. That small town stuff, it's over. Don't try and use that because here's the reason for this. And I described, I described this last night. While I was baked out of my brain, by the way, on Delta 8 Ultra Halo gummies that you can get for 20% off for code debate for the rest of today. And that's it. We're going to pull it. Um, the small town appeal no longer works to the common voter. And here's the reason for that. Most voters you're going to see are going to come out of these urban areas in regards to the cultural bullshit, the cultural Marxism. This isn't in the country areas. It's not in the small towns. It's in the cities. It's in the urban areas. That's the approach you've got to take. It's not trying to isolate or alienate the small town urban voter. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, though, is don't try and use small town approaches to big city issues. Law enforcement, it ain't the same. It is not the same. So when you keep saying I'm small town, but yeah, great, but I'm from L.A., I don't give a shit about your small town. What are you going to do to clean up L.A. that you could, you know, it, the same thing doesn't apply. I thought the one smart thing that Vivek was doing as well is going into these inner cities that Republicans don't generally go into because they mm -hmm. don't think they can win them. Yeah, that is so a smart when he yeah. And when he brought that up, I, 
I thought it was a solid point on his It is a solid anyway. point. But he, at the same time, though, I know Trump's not going to, because, you know, you, you talk about if you're not going to win it, why bother? Well, then why Trump didn't want to do the debates? Why bother? So it's kind of like, which is it then? Do we interject ourselves into places that we can't win simply because we actually care? Or do we just duck it because we know we're not going to win it? Because Trump's I don't know. I think going back to Ramaswamy, I think he probably he wants to win the election. I think he would want to be president oh, of, of the United States. I don't. I think but he I knows think that if he's he gets not enough done. sway. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's angling for VP. Vivek is a Maybe. Trump loves him some Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek kissed the Trump ring last night so he on the international all the, stage. All the, all the right things, but whether or not he means them. I agree. I don't necessarily so believe him. So that was Vivek's biggest mistake. Do not go out there and put yourself where you have a target on your back and all of the candidates gang up on you. So that was Vivek's mistake. I don't think he's going to make that again in the next debates. We'll have to see. But Vivek came out swinging hard at everybody. Don't do that. Don't Even DeSantis, I was glad to not see him do that. DeSantis essentially allowed Vivek to take all the flack. Nikki Haley torched him. Chris Christie bitch slapped him. And Mike Pence bitch slapped him. Vivek and Pence, Pence would shred Vivek. Because Pence, it's not that Pence is right. Pence is good. Pence is good. He's been doing this for years. This guy is an old dog. Don't go in there and think just because you're the Maverick, you're the new blood, you're the up-and-coming, you know, Southpaw out of Philly that's going to knock the hell out of him. Rock. You ain't. These dudes are bloodhounds, and they're vicious. They've been doing this. Like you said, they're lawyers. Don't sit there and think that just because you're new, you're going to go in there and run buckshot. You're not. That doesn't matter as far as whether I agree with him. I think Mike Pence is an authoritarian religious zealot, quite honestly. Vivek said a lot of things I agree with, but man, he got roasted. Because in the court of public perception, that's what's going to matter to a lot of voters out there. It shouldn't, but it does. It does. Hence, the two other governors or the two other dudes that are running, no charisma at all. Very boring. Nothing about them is appealing. They're saying all the right things. But what's the appeal? And I know it's it's the it factor. And that applies to a lot of this. Vivek's got it, but he's got the used car salesman. And let's move on to uh, Nikki Haley. That woman is so no pro-life. Woo! When she's coming out there talking about, like, Republicans, we just need to be clear, blah, blah, And then she goes on this whole tirade of, like, how abortion, it's a woman's right. I'm just like, uh, what the hell is going on? And then the other part that she really shot herself in the foot on was she said, you know the saying, if you want an opinion, ask a man. You want to get it done, ask a woman. And it's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. No. That's right. some liberalist bullshit. The fact she said that, I was like, you just alienated all the men. Why would I want to vote for you? Like a woman, you think just because you're a Call woman, every man yeah. lazy and stupid. It, exactly. It's like, that's not, because imagine if a dude would have said that, if you want a friggin', if you want a bullshit opinion, ask a woman, you want to get it done right. Ask a man. Yeah, Nikki. No, sorry. That doesn't fly with me. Granted, not a big deal, but then Nikki took her approach on the war in Ukraine. And that's when she really sunk herself. And the more disgusting part about it is that Vivek was right when he talked about no more war in Ukraine, stop funding it. Um, send troops to the southern border instead, blah, blah, blah. Vivek was right. But what concerned me the most was that the entire audience applauded Chris Christie and Nikki Haley, who are both neocon warmongers that want to get involved in Ukraine to prevent Russia from spreading. Russia will not take on NATO. There's a reason they have not gone after NATO. If Russia takes Ukraine, that's it. They're not going to take on NATO, and everybody knows this. No, in the audience... But they think, cheered. They cheered you, for that. Do you think it was like actual citizens and not special interest and in donors? Oh, probably. 
I mean, I think that's probably that, just, that tells fills you the the audience. Around, I right? mean, there was a lot of uh, politicians. I think Marjorie Taylor Greene was in there. Uh, there were some other people. Um, Donald Trump Jr., his uh, clown-looking wife, Kimberly Gofile. Uh, Are they married? Uh, I don't know if they're married or not, but they're probably in the same circus because, my God, if she gets any more stretch face, she's going to look like freaking Hobo the Clown over there. It's ridiculous. Uh, she used to be an attractive woman, too, and then what did you do to yourself? Like, it's just, wh- why? I don't Is know. that appealing? It looking like you like you just saw Hiroshima firsthand with your like face so pushed back, like the blowback of the wind? It's crazy. Uh, anyway... Nikki Haley and Chris Christie. Chris Christie really took it to um, Vivek Ramaswamy. He didn't go after DeSantis. And I'm going to say this. Chris Christie is is punching for DeSantis. He's he's on DeSantis' team. I, I saw it last night. Chris Christie didn't really attack DeSantis. He seemed to go hard after Trump and go hard after Vivek Ramaswamy. Christie is there to run interference for DeSantis. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Do I agree with it? I don't really care. It's Chris Christie. This dude's he doesn't stand a chance. His polling in New Jersey was horrendous. Like this guy, it's like, I'm a New Yorker, New Jersey, you know, it's all a guy, a guy, a ghoul. That's all he's got. You know, as far as like policies and stuff, nobody really, nobody really cares about Chris Christie because no. Trump really decimated that dude. Yeah. He shredded him to the point where it's just kind of like, man, yeah, Trump Wasn't that one you. of the questions Tucker asked him about Chris Christie? And he said, yeah. you know, he wanted a job. He was trying to figure out a place in his administration. And then he Trump, said, I didn't trust him. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, cool, but who did you trust, Trump? You trusted the wrong people. Maybe Christie, you should have picked. I don't know. So I don't think so. That stuff can blow up in Trump's face. He can say, I didn't trust him. Like, but you trusted Barr. You you trusted freaking, you know, all these other the, these woke morons. Miley. You trusted these guys. Okay. You trusted Fauci for crying out loud. But anyway, so we go to Nikki Haley. Shot herself in the foot. But I do think that the fact that she punched hard on Vivek uh, resonated with a lot of people. I did not expect to see her go after Trump. I didn't, and she did. Props. Um, but I think she did it. She went after Trump in a manner, though, that's not going to alienate him from possibly picking her as VP in her mind. Whether he does or doesn't, I don't know. I don't think he does. But, yeah, I don't think he does either. Now, let's move on to DeSantis, because that's going to be the biggest. That's who people are watching the most right now. Vivek's dominating the spotlight in that debate. He dominated it. He got the light on him. It's whoever talks the most. That's who people are going to talk about. Whether it be good, bad, doesn't matter. Whoever talks the most, whoever dominates the conversation, that's who people are going to talk about. So, DeSantis did not do that. He didn't dominate. Also, DeSantis' first question, he came out swinging hard. I like to see that. But what I, I've realized about Ron DeSantis, this dude is not Donald Trump. This dude does not have um, an, a commanding presence. Kind of just disappeared there for a while. He did, but that was all because Vivek Ramaswamy put the target on his back and they all went in on him. And DeSantis did the smart move of just stand to the side and let Vivek get shredded and then interject your stuff. DeSantis didn't crossfire. He basically didn't call out Trump directly. He went after Trump's policies, Trump's shutdowns, all this other stuff. He did it the right way, but the delivery was left a lot, left a lot to be, to be, to be wanted. But you also, you can't train that. You either have it or you don't. I don't think DeSantis does. Um, I like I like DeSantis. DeSantis gets results, I think, though. I think he's That's, done great in Florida. I agree. But let me finish on that one, then. Because DeSantis could have... He could have done, like, he could have been a little... Give me some give me some zingers. Give me some, some attitude. Because I need to know that my president isn't going to take shit from anybody. So when DeSantis' closing statements came in, all he had to do... Don't read off the card. Don't give me the teleprompter bullshit. Be like, look to your left and right and say, everything we've discussed here tonight, as far as what they would do, I've already done. Look at Florida. 
Thank you. That's it. Give me some, give me a little oomph. I need some oomph. Give me some, sp- I need some spice. Yeah, they had to poke him to get him started. They did, yeah. Like, um, go ahead, Ron. The other thing You're that's going to blow up in DeSantis' face is his stance on Ukraine. He did not make it clear. I don't know. I don't know where he stands on Ukraine. Sounds the like first part of it, want to send more money over to Ukraine. Vivek didn't. I will give Vivek that. But again, Vivek's probably going to flip on that. But DeSantis, he, his first response to that was very just kind of like, well, his response was, I want to make NATO pull their weight, which is a good answer. But the answer I'm looking for is, I'm not going to send another penny. I'm not going to send a single American man or woman to go fight this war in Europe that Europe helped facilitate and the Obama administration helped facilitate through the, through the CIA. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to send young men and women off to die so rich dudes can get richer. It's not going to happen. But Sanders didn't do that. He simply said, I'm going to make NATO do their part. Fair enough, but I wanted more. The second part when he answered that is essentially he just gave another half-ass answer. I didn't respect that. I did not like hearing that from him. Bro, I'm sorry, but all you've done is you've given the neocons more power over you to actually accuse you of being a neocon because what DeSantis came out and talked about in regards to uh, going after third world countries for anti-Semitism, yada, 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 you've shown more loyalty to a Jewish ethnostate and now to a Ukraine-Russia conflict. So basically you're telling me that you are no longer really in support of the idea of not necessarily being an isolationist, but American interests at home. You put more focus on abroad I don't like that. DeSantis is is not a good look. It's not a good look. Do you think the fact that Democrats are using the DOJ to, you know, put their political opponents in jail uh-huh. should have been talked about a little bit more? Yeah, because you know, you would have thought, right? It's a little right? bit uh, unprecedented yeah. that this is happening right now. This What's is Fox New- News hosting the debate. This has you know never that. happened yeah. to another president no. of the United States. No. Where They've been indicted in several days yeah. and like trumped up charges. Well, did you see Pence's answer to that as far as would you pardon Donald Trump? He said, I'm going to do what the law allows me to do. Yeah, he's just, just a, like, he's a scumbag politician. They all are. They all they are. are. Yeah. Yeah. That's what but, when I looked at all those people up there. They all look like scumbag politicians to that's, me. I mean, they are. They really are. That's why I'm like 2024, but burn it again, all down. I do like Ron DeSantis is what he's done. And yeah. he's probably not the only one. I, I don't want him. I don't think he's a scumbag. No, I don't think but so. But like either. the rest of them. Career politicians. I agree. Vivek, dude, Doug, that, that fake like laugh and that big smile. I just, ooh, that's disgusting. Doug by, might be my new favorite. Oh, my God. That guy, I'm sorry. This, uh, give it two months, they're gone. They're out of the race. They, they're polling so low. And I know polls don't matter. Unless you're Donald Trump and the polls favor you, then if it comes from Fox fake news, and you're going to quote it and say, look at these polls. But I thought it was fake news. But they say I'm the good guys. And they're not fake all of a sudden. Weird. He talked about that in the Tucker interview when what? the polls in 2016 were showing him losing by massive. And he's like, I don't understand this. I've got 50,000, 100,000 people coming to these rallies. I don't understand how they're. Yeah, he did talk about that. But at the same token, like, oh, God, I got to stop saying that. Buy this token. Um, he did say that. But then you turn around and say the exact opposite. Now you're leading in the polls, which showed to me that you're inconsistent in your beliefs of whether polls are good or bad. I so guess it we, makes we, more sense. If, if we've having... seen that in 2015, 2016 polls, and I posted to my stories as far as where Donald Trump was polling against Hillary Clinton. Matter of fact, let me pull up that image. I'll post it to my Instagram again for you, uh, for people to see. Hold on. When, when did I post it? I posted it on my Instagram at John Burke IG. Okay, yeah. 2016 is... But basically, Hillary Clinton was polling at 58%, Donald Trump 25%, Gary Johnson 6%, Jill Stein 2%, undecided 8%. Trump was getting slaughtered in those polls. But then he's doing great in these polls. So there's inconsistency in the accuracy of polling. 
So then stop quoting the polls. The polls don't matter. Again, but they, they but only want to use the polls when they do when they work in their favor. I think everybody does it. There was a lot of new voters who voted in 2016. Oh, absolutely. And a lot more new voters who voted in 2020. Right. So I will forever believe there was a little there was election meddling. I will agree with that. But the turnout and votes were not for Joe Biden. The turnout and votes were against Donald Trump. The media whipped up such a frenzy about this guy. You remember the shit they were saying about him? He's going to get us into World War III. He's a Nazi. He's a racist. And again, I'm not siding with the media, but the media did a wonderful spin on a propaganda piece on Donald Trump nonstop for four years, painting him as the Antichrist. And liberals, by and large, are stupid, and they breed like rabbits. And guess what? Those rabbits they breed turn up and grow up and to vote, and they're just as stupid because they're acorns that fall off the same retarded tree as them. So what are they going to do? They're going to turn out in the polls to vote against Donald Trump, and they're going to vote for Joe Biden. So do I think they voted that thinking Joe Biden was going to be the fix-all to their problems? If you're, if you, Yeah, maybe because they're stupid. But realistically, they were voting against Donald Trump. That's where it's coming from. Yeah, so when they say 81 million votes, I can see it. I, I can see it. Sorry. He didn't get 81 million votes. I don't know, no man. Way. I don't no, know. No way. No way. He didn't win. Maybe Pennsylvania, because they changed the laws at the last minute. The there was a lot laws. of that, yeah. There was a lot of that. Maybe. But yeah. definitely not Georgia, not Arizona, Michigan, yes. not Georgia, not Wisconsin. There was not there Arizona, was there was some there was Nevada. some stuff. Yeah, there was some stuff. That, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit there and say all the votes were fake. No, I I would never because I feel like that's underestimating the left, and that's something that we should not be doing. Don't under, don't underestimate them no, and think I that don't underestimate their ability to cheat. cheat. Yeah, I agree there too. But at the same time, Republicans cheat too. Not good enough, apparently. <laughs> Not good enough. Not good enough to win. If you're going right. to cheat, at least cheat to win. And then Mike Pence, <laughs> yeah, the Mike Pence came out with just like the sword of God. As a Christian, as it was like, bro, stop, stop. And then Tom, Tom Holland, is that his name? Or uh, Tom, what's his Tim face? Scott? Tim Scott. Yeah, I don't want to call him Tom Holland. Uh, bro, boring as fuck. Yeah, where was he? Boring as fuck. That dude was just, it sounded like you pull the string in his back and there's a snake in my boat. Boring as hell. No chance. No chance. I'm sorry. Like, he did say some good good little zingers. Of like, that's why men don't belong in women's sports. Like, cool, bro. Wasn't even the question, but fair enough. Get your stance in there. Interject a little bit in the culture war. Fair enough. But, bro, I didn't feel any. Like, that ain't my president. Not you. What did you think about the climate question? You know. Gay as fuck? No, in a sense, because, he, man. That question. It's, it's that so question. Dumb. That question has definitely shown a light on how the GOP has progressed in a good way. And what I mean by that is this. We can discuss climate change, but not in the context that the left puts it into. I think that the Republican Party does need to reevaluate and dominate the conversation on climate change and take it away from the likes of Greta Thunberg. It's not catastrophe. Every single person on the left, Al Gore, Greta Thunberg, what do they do? They make these predictions about the end of the world, the end of the world. Republicans need to address this and simply say, look, this is not about the end of the world, but we do need clean energy. We do need to figure out some ways to have cheaper, more sustainable, better energy. But until we achieve that, drill, baby, drill. So I'm fine with that. But if we want to talk about reducing carbon emissions, we want to talk about reducing pollution, yes, we should be doing our best to make this a cleaner planet to hand to our children. Absolutely, but not with the intent of we're going to bankrupt the economy like AOC wants to do by spending $17 trillion to build green energy building. It's not going to work. It's impossible. But we can have these conversations and say, look, climate change, 
global warming, we can call bullshit on it, but we should have conversations of what we can what what can we do to reduce the human footprint on this planet? Because right now we got mountains of trash floating in the ocean. You're killing coral reefs. These, yeah, absolutely, we can have these conversations. Yeah, but it's. It's, it's never framed that way. It's not but in that's, America that's, that's I know, happening. I know, but that's why we've got to dominate this conversation and stop shying away from it because the liberals call it global warming. We call it climate change. Fine. Dominate the conversation and give us actionable things to step forwards. And it ain't banning paper or banning plastic straw. That ain't it. That ain't it. Nobody talks about, and people don't know this, do you know how many millions we pay South America to take our trash? How many? Millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. And you know what they do with it? Throw it in the ocean. They throw it in the ocean. And it washes back up in Cal. Why, why does nobody talk about this? They brought it up last night. That they don't talk about that. Not that specifically, yeah, exactly. but they but said nobody, China the point and that India. Nobody talks about that. Why does like, nobody well, talk about the fact? We got to get China and <laughs> India to stop <laughs> littering. But we're paying South America to take our trash en masse and dump it in the ocean. And Democrats know this, and like, they don't care. This guy is so stupid. <laughs> That's the funny part about it. Like, the hypocrisy is so unreal on both sides of this. But nobody wants to talk about that fact. So if we want to reduce government spending, why don't we start implementing some ways of reducing our own trash consumption? Or at least, how are we getting rid of it? And nobody wants to talk about that. I mean, am I wrong on this? Has anyone heard any politician give any type of outline as far as saying, look, um, just because, you know, well, I mean, you get my point. That's just me. That's just me. I think it's a joke. But to go back to your question, Vivek hit it right on the head. He's like, I think it's a it's bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I think it's fake, blah, blah, blah. He went straight after it. Yeah. And it's smart. It's a smart approach to take. I, so I think that's what most people say about climate change or yeah. when they hear about it. Yeah. It's, it's bullshit. What else do you want us to do? We recycle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's Vivek's pandering to the Trump voter base on that one and to Republicans in general. Yes, I feel like that was a good answer. Um, I won't, I won't take that from him. Um, but yeah, that, yeah. It, it was just really interesting to watch how that whole thing unfolded. It really was. It was, it was kind of boring. It was, but again, that was the first round. It's going to get dirtier as we go. You think gonna, so? It's good. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. As I mean, just remember the Trump debates. Who do you think drops out after this one? Oof. It's just all about the polling numbers. I think the final one, it's going to be Vivek versus DeSantis. I think it's going to be Vivek versus DeSantis. Probably, yeah. We could see, we could see a Trump-DeSantis ticket. We could. I don't know. We could. I was rooting for Ron last night. I was, yeah. I was hoping he'd come out and... Same. He did show, he did show, he was throwing He was throwing a little dirt. That's what I want to see more of. That's what he's got to do. I mean, you know, I talked about this on Twitter yesterday's show or whatever. It's that DeSantis, he's tried to play the clean cut straight and narrow. It's not going to work. Not with Donald Trump. You're going to have to go hard on this guy. You got to take this guy down. You got to get bloodthirsty on him. Um, See, I think you. Just, I, I didn't I like even how that you go after Trump like that because there's so many Trump fans that you just got to go after the Democrats, the Democratic policy, and how terrible they're doing, and then just bring up the fact that I wish you could, but you the can't. Democrats are weaponizing the government to take down their political opponent. Because to me, that seems like the biggest issue that we're dealing with. And when Tucker asked Trump about whether or not he thinks that he sees a civil war, and Trump's answer was a little bit. Uh, nerve-wracking what did he say i remember that he part. said there's a lot of love and a lot of passion and mm. a lot of hate mm. which are two good things to mix mm. and that's how the the interview ended was i don't see i didn't see that part and like, there was like two minutes left and i was like i'm done because um, i mean think about it if people think that these elections are rigged and these elections yeah. are stolen that's going to be what and the their only is. recourse is to rise up again like 1776 
and take back what's been taken from you. Yeah. That I mean, what are you left with? I don't think people are going to do it though. War? I don't think people are going to do it. You don't think? I don't yeah. know. Uh, I really don't. <clears throat> Look at the I lockdowns. Look at the lockdowns. Yeah. I what do people do? They complied. Uh, do you think they do it again? After yeah. The, after I all actually the, do. I actually do think they're going to do it again. I think. I think, I think liberals will. Yeah. It. I think liberals will. Liberals. I will. think conservatives will stand up in mass Not and say cons- no. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody centered. A lot of conservatives right. did it last time though, which was just very uh, disheartening, quite honestly. I think they. Put so much fear in people. They did. Like, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. If you don't do this, yep. you're going to die. We're all going to die from the COVID. And, so, and you know, folks, I mean, that's like, the, okay, you know, that well, was the thing that I mean, really pissed me off. Last night, they didn't bring that up. And I'm like, this is like, be, this is pressing issue. Because they're talking about um, lockdowns coming back. Masks coming back. Why didn't that get brought up? Why didn't that get... That was... But instead... You asked, January 6th. Oh, my God. Why didn't you? And so, then they asked Chris Christie about UFOs. Now, Chris Christie handled that very well. He was kind of like, you're really asking me this question. But then he said, he turned around and basically said that I believe in transparency. So if there was UFOs, it's the it's the world, it's the country's right to know. And I was like, I mean, what do you, that's the only way to salvage that question. Uh, Governor Christie, how many hot dogs could you eat? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, but I just feel like that was that was such a stupid question. And that reflected more on the moderators than anything. I'm not a huge. Um, uh, what's his name? Brett Bear fan. The, the interview he did with Trump. I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I'll respect the fact that he asked Trump the really hard question. He asked Trump harder questions. Tucker Carlson did. He was kind of a, a dick about he's like, all right, well, let's address the elephant that's not in the room. I'm like, I thought okay. that was a good play on words. I was. A, I think there's a very good him, play. Is calling Trump fan? I, I don't no, know. The, the party representation. Oh, I thought it was a dig at just Trump. No, I, I took it as uh, the wait. Isn't the Republican? No, you're right. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's what. I don't think he was making fun of Trump's weight. Although Trump is fat. He, I mean, he is a fatty. He's on the heavy side. Yeah, bro, he's getting like Chris Christie over there. He's like Chris <laughs> Christie Jr. So I don't know. You need to but, drop uh, about forty. Yeah, it's pretty bad. He's got some man boobs going on over there, but you know he's like Trump's almost what eighty. Yeah, he's, uh, he's 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 getting up there. He's up there. Um, I was disappointed with Tucker Carlson. I think Did Tucker Carlson yeah. softballed him a lot of questions, and the most common reoccurring thing that I saw on Twitter from the Twitter followings in regards to uh, Tucker Carlson's interview with Trump uh, prior to the debate starting, like five minutes prior was that they were saying that he's going to ask Trump all the hard questions. He didn't. He did not. In fact, if you think about it, by and large, debates and Trump, there were no hard questions really asked. Like, I, you know, here's a question I would love to have asked on that stage. It's like, would you be willing to have a conversation about Jewish nepotism in the government and in the banks? And I would love to see their faces just melt. DeSantis would say no. It's anti-Semitism. And DeSantis would be wrong. Vivek, I'd love to see you with that shit-eating grin tap dance your way around that question. I think you could do it. I don't think he would. I think Vivek was like, I don't believe in anti-Semitism. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'd love to have that conversation. Would you, I'd be, I was like, would you even have that conversation? That's not a slant against Jews. That's a slant against Jewish nepotism, bank control, stuff like that. Because it was a conversation piece for a little while there. Even Dave Chappelle jumped in on it, and then suddenly it faded away. It just got swept under the rug. 
Why is that? Huh. Did you ever think about that, folks? It was the it was all the rage for like maybe a few weeks, and then it just disappeared. Nobody's talking about it anymore. Jewish nepotism. We can talk about white nepotism. We can talk about black nepotism. We can talk about, you know, all kinds of nepotism. When it comes to Jewish nepotism, why is the people back away from that? I mean, you know why. You know, Jews control the banks. They do. Man, it got quiet in here. Even listening on the audio on the other end of this, you're like, oh my God, it's quiet. Hi, <laughs> what's it? If I was a rich man, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's the biggest thing I take with DeSantis. It's like, bro, freedom of speech is freedom of speech. You have the right to be anti-Semitic. You have the right to be racist. You have the right to discriminate. That is free speech. Yeah, let's take some calls. 214-817-1689. You can call in and weigh in with your opinion on the debates last night. If you agree or disagree with something I said, bring it on the show. We want to talk. We want to listen. Yellow. Fuck yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, it's the 19... Or, uh, I, I wrote a whole thing. About, uh, anyways, fuck it. Uh, I'm the 19-year-old here. I might as well just say that my name is Grant. Okay. I've been calling repeatedly. So I wanted to... Yeah, I tried to call earlier. Slightly off topic, but I'm extremely curious about both of your opinions on this with the upcoming mask mandate. So, obviously, I'm 19. I've been working for more than two years at this minimum wage job for a restaurant that's been owned by longtime family friends. And I'm done with this COVID shit. I hope a lot of people can relate. Like, I'm truly done. Like, fuck this shit. But anyways, I'm not convinced that my boss would strongly stand up to this bullshit. We stood open. Or they stood open. This is before I was hired. But the masks are still in play you know the deal anyways um yeah i'm not convinced that he would strongly stand up to this again and refuse this mass uh mass fuckery then i'm most likely going to uh, oh my god i messed up so if he's not willing to stand up to this shit then i'm probably going to lose my job i don't want to i'm going to have to be prepared to do that though mm -hmm. but i went on instagram asking some questions in the comments under some popular pages I've gotten comments such as, like, grow up or quit being a baby, you know, these assholes. But Ian Smith and Vedras Koulian have been delivering great messages as far as do not comply, especially Ian Smith. Yeah. By the way, I heard you say that you're going to get him back on the show, but uh, he had an excellent message. Uh, I don't know <laughs> whether you saw that. But anyways, I'm genuinely looking for guidance here, and I don't – I'm not trying to fucking complain or whatever because, you know, <clears throat> be a man and whatever. But um, What does being I'm a man trying, have I'm to do with anything? like? Are these liberals telling you this? I, I don't fuck. Liberals, they don't even know what a man well, is. Like, they don't even know what gender they are. They're trying to chop their own dicks off. I wouldn't take any advice right. from a liberal. Be a man. Oh, yeah, Put on these the tight way. pants. <laughs> Be a man. Chop your balls off. By the way, uh, or maybe it's because it's slightly related. I know this is also off topic, but I'd love if you would bring back the... Uh, uh, we need to take a look at his penis skit. I fucking love that. We need to what? Look for that video and then I successfully find it. We need to take a look yeah. at his penis. One with Jason. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah, yeah. Hold oh, well, on, let me take a look I at fucking the penis. Love yeah. that. Nice yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I fucking so love that. What's, so your, funny, what's, your, anyways, what's your question, per se? So, here, uh, what do I have to say? Yeah, so I'm going to try to build a proper concrete argument against people who will have such staunch reactions against me and all that. So, what are your thoughts? What can or should I do? And how could I respond to these compliers that will say, well, it's only just a mask and what's the big deal? So I, I don't know, It was what, only just a train car. It was, only, it was only just a star on the sleeve. 
It was only just to go work at this camp. It was only, it always starts off with, it was only this, it was only this, it was only this. And people don't get this domino effect and they're brainwashed little sheep. So the, the first thing you have to do is consider the source of these people and stop giving a shit about what they have to say about your opinion. If I was you and you were not sure about your boss's thing, I just go up to him and ask him like, Hey, you know, sir, with all due respect, I just want to, I fucking love my boss. Good. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Good. But if you love him, then be honest with him. So I would just go up to him and be like, sir, I just want to get your opinion on this because I'm going to tell you right now what my values are. I will not wear a mask. And if the mask mandates come back and you enforce them, I just want to let you know, I'll be putting in my two weeks notice. I will not tolerate that. And you know, maybe something like that could even motivate your boss. So you know what? I agree with you and I'm not going to do it. Or if your boss says, if it does come down, I'm probably, I'm going to enforce it. Well, at least you know where he stands. The honesty is the best policy. Just tell him not disrespectfully. Don't be an asshole. But if you feel very strongly about it, I, I believe in medical autonomy. I believe it's in it for liberals. You can easily count them as well. It's my body, my choice. I mean, they believe in that when it comes to murdering babies, don't they? So when it comes to a mask, oh, it's just a mask. It's like, well, it's just a clump of cells, right? I mean, that's how they view life. No, but it's different. God. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Appreciate your call, dude. Yeah, hang in there. Don't don't let people. Uh, oh, oh, wait, oh, by the way, by the way, uh, I wanted to say uh, if you do get Destiny on, uh, please fucking challenge him on transgenderism, Joe Biden. Like, he did a whole video about how Biden's actually been a pretty good president and, like, all of his just seemingly pro-establishment, you know, ah, oh, now, yeah, the government's fine. Everything's fine. Biden's not a Chinese agent. All that whole shit. <laughs> uh, Destiny, yeah. he's weird on that kind of stuff. Like, I think Destiny also, like, pigeonholes himself sometimes and then kind of makes bad faith arguments. Like, you cannot take a look at this government and this economy and tell me he's doing a good job. You cannot. I'm sorry. There's just no way around that. But Destiny does have ways of, like, manipulating figures. Well, if you look at the unemployment rate, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, come on, dude. Just stop. Just stop. Oh, no, so, yeah. Art. He's smart, no doubt. Yeah. Destiny's uh, good. He also did a video. I, I wish I, oh, God damn it. I wish I saved it. But he did a video with some guy. Oh, God damn it. I fucking wish I saved it. But. He did a video defending puberty blockers for children, and I wasn't really familiar with him. But then I saw that I'm like, "Fuck this mother!" I, I, I yeah. mean, I, I try not to. I try to concentrate that towards the fucking global elite and the corporate media. But these fucking people like Bausch, I just want to fucking yeah, Bausch, oh yeah, disgusting. That guy's a pedophile. Bausch is a pedophile. There's no the shit that he defends. It's it's no, absolutely not. I don't want to make it about them though. I appreciate your call, bro. Thank you very much for calling in again. Stand your ground. Um, you know, if you, if you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. That's, that's all you can do. That's all you can tell your boss. Um, just be respectful, you know, give him the truth and be like, Sarah, if this is the direction you're going to go with it, I just want to let you know that I'll probably be putting my two weeks notice and I'm not going to work here because these are my beliefs. And, you know, um, uh, I believe in medical freedom. If somebody wants to wear a mask, that's their prerogative. You know, if somebody came to shell shock and wanted to work for us, it's like, I believe in wearing a mask. Well, then wear a mask. Fine. But we're not changing our daily routine to suit you because you're weak. Yeah, I'm not sure that you'd fit in here. Actually. I mean, I gotta fit in here. Yeah. Oh, we've had that. Not we didn't even hire anybody, but we've seen resumes come to us like with uh, almost like damn near a list of demands. I was like, who? The There's hell? some trick questions on there, like put your pronouns, and if they fill it in, be like, yeah, not, not, get you. not working here. Taking your calls on today's debate or yesterday's debates. The number is 214-817-1689. If you're trying to call in, keep calling. We're going to try and get to as many calls as I can. I, yeah, I like it when Rob Nor just tried. I think Rob Nor was on a panel last night. I I was so tired by the time we got done, and I did not have the energy to tune in. Debate. Yell out. So my, uh, my question is closer to along the first caller you had. If you think there is an election 
the coming year, right? After seeing last night's debate, how much integrity do you think that election is actually going to have? It's a good question. That's a very good question, man. I feel like if we've seen like what happened in Arizona and in Georgia, um, I, I just I wonder why there weren't more questions like you said as far as like election integrity. Um, now we did see the Texas lock down a lot of their elections. Georgia did the same thing. I'm not sure about Florida, what, Florida for sure. Ohio. I'm not sure what Arizona's done because you still have Katie Hobbs running buckshot over there. Or, uh, Arizona hasn't done anything. Yeah, I was about to say, but then again, there's nobody in charge over there except liberals. So it's kind of like, why would they? Liberals in as far as election integrity. Aliens. I would just say watch the compare these results to last election results and see if there's a massive difference. Um, because once you've seen these things get locked down more and become more stable, but as far as election integrity. I don't feel like we have enough of it. No, absolutely not. I feel like voter ID must be a requirement. Illegals should not have the right to vote. Um, but to me, it's just kind of like, it seems like, yeah, I, I don't trust the system any more than anybody else does, but I'm not going to sit there and say that the entire thing is rigged. I'm going to need some very, very definitive proof. And that's, I kind of feel like if somebody shows me the proof, then I'll, I'll believe it hundred percent. I saw what happened in Wisconsin at like two o'clock in the morning with that just massive influx. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Something's off here. So those little things need to be investigated. But it just seems like, you know, Bill Barr didn't do any investigating. And I'm just kind of like, uh, why did Trump pick that guy? You know, it kind of blew up in his face. Like, he didn't do any investigating. Like, why did you hire him? So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But do I have faith in the system? That's my, my, Go ahead. I don't have faith in the system. My wife doesn't have faith in the system. Mm -hmm. I never had faith in the system all the way back for years. But that's just my yeah. grandfather also never had faith in the system. He's a Vietnam vet. Yeah. So a lot of his antics kind of rubbed up on me. And, and the 2016 election for Trump was the first time that I actually stepped foot in a voting booth on a serious level. Sorry, I hiccup. On a serious level and voted for Trump because I didn't like the yeah. other candidate and I didn't like their policy. Well, you know, that's and the other thing, though. You just kind of admitted it right there. If we don't have faith in the election system and it doesn't work, how did Trump get elected? How did Kemp win Georgia and beat out Stacey Abrams? Like, were these elections allowed to go through? That's the other part that just doesn't make sense to me. It's like if the deep state did not want Trump to be president, then he would not have been president in 2016. The swamp, if you will. Yeah, I just think they overplayed their hand and they didn't think he had a you know, snowball's chance in hell. So they didn't rig those elections, but they rigged the 2020 elections. I think they did to a certain point for the 2016 election, mm -hmm. but I think there were so many new voters that they didn't account for that that's what shocked them all. So you think Trump turned out more new voters? Absolutely. And you don't think they turned out any more new Democratic voters in 2020? Nope. I do. I 100% do. Democrats haven't done anything to earn anybody's vote. It's not a matter of earning. It's the fact they didn't want Donald Trump. That's the difference. Yeah, well, I just think they, I mean, obviously that's how they stupid That's how liberal, that's how stupid liberals are. They didn't run on any policies no, other yeah. than. I agree. They ran on the policy Trump. of not anyone but Trump. Yeah. That was their thing. Anyone but Trump. That was their rallying cry. And it worked. But as far as faith in the system, no, I'm just like anything. I don't trust the system. I don't, I am very skeptical of it. But at the same time, it's like, I need to see the proof. Show me the proof and I will agree with you. And in certain situations, like I said, in Wisconsin, stuff like that. Yes, I agree with you. A lot of my wife's friends are more heavily leaning on that left side of the, the line. And a lot of them flat out said, no, I'm only going to vote because I don't want Trump in office. I don't, I don't like that. He talks about women the way he does, or there you go, you know, yeah. they would they would ramble off some that they read from some news article, and it's like, well, what about his other policies? Yeah, just because you don't like what he says doesn't mean he's not doing the best that he can. Yeah, and that was their whole argument. Uh, they they, they don't have a good argument to make. They never do. 
And that's, um, um, you, you know, I, hold on. I see this comment. Smitty Savage says that's why Trump was pushing hardcore for ballot harvesting. To it. No, he's not. Trump said the opposite. That's I what I think he's kind of an idiot sometimes. He talks about, like, we don't need to do it. We're going to get the numbers. I think he's coming around. Is he coming around? Because the last statement he made, which was like two weeks ago, he said he doesn't care about ballot harvesting. He's not putting in a concentrated effort on it. Because Scott Peterson, who does a lot of the freaking signing people up to vote and I stuff like that, that yeah. like that pissed him off. Like Scott does a lot of work. But when Trump said that, it's like, bro, you're just screwing off these, these, these grassroots campaigners for you. By saying, you know, we're not going to do the ballot harvesting. Bro, I'm sorry. I think ballot harvesting kicked our ass in 2022. I think ballot harvesting kicked our ass in 2020. I think that's how they stay in power yeah, in That's California. 100% it. Like, they play the system. They play the game. And Republicans turn their nose up at it like Trump did. And it's like, you're an idiot. Like, why would you not take advantage of every single thing? And ballot harvesting is one. Now, personally, I think ballot harvesting should be banned. Should I be. do. But the fact is, if it's not, then you better ballot harvest. You and you better do it better than the left. You got to play the game. But ballot harvesting... Um, that's like one of the easiest ways to cheat. Mail-in ballots? No. Mail-in ballots used to be nothing but absentee ballots. That was it. Or if you had a physical disability. But now it's like you can vote from, it's like, no, absolutely not. I think we need to get away from the electronic voting, go back to ballots, go back to freaking punch the hole. It's pretty easy that way. But does electronic, I don't trust Dominion software at nope. all. Nope. Even Elizabeth Warren, you talk about in 2016, it was like, Dominion software, it's not our friend. And then they, they win. Going all the way back to like 20. Or 2008. Yeah. Thank you for your call, by the way. I agree. I agree. And it's just funny to me how, like, people kind of just go back and forth on this. It's like, first, you support Dominion when you're winning, and then you hate it when you're losing. I wish I, wish I could see some consistency on either side as far as Dominion software. And I still wonder why Dominion sued Mike Lindell, sued other people, but they did not sue Donald Trump. The main figure that accused them of being corrupt. Did he call out Dominion by name? That's actually a good question. I don't think he did. Maybe that's a good, maybe that's why. But did Fox News? I guess maybe they Fox did. Fox News did. They ran some pieces on it, and that's why they got sued and lost and settled out of court. See, I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Sounds like they, they caved early. The only way, the only reason they caved is they didn't have definitive proof. If you had definitive proof, you'd win the case. But instead, Fox News settled out of court. And that's when they fired Tucker. I saw, uh, <clears throat> you follow Sidney Powell on uh, Twitter? Uh, no. You know who she is, right? Yeah, doesn't she? Isn't she like a doctor or something like that? She was one of Trump's attorneys. She was the one who was like, "Oh, we're gonna release the Kraken." Oh, how'd that go? <laughs> She's being indicted as well. But so she, posted, she posted on her Twitter account like the big F, you mm -hmm. know, the election where. Oh, okay. You know, talking uh, about. So uh, it'll be interesting. Jenna Ellis is the one I'm talking about. Yeah, Jenna Ellis. She got indicted as yeah. well. They, yeah. They're going after all of his attorneys. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me this isn't political prosecution. You know, I <laughs> I want to see the case. I want to see the case. I want to see what they've got, quite honestly. Because I feel like if there was... Yes, it is political prosecution, 100%. But I at least, for me, the entertainment value is, what case do they have? Election meddling and interference? Let's see this. Because the hypocrisy here, which is just so thick, is that they'll go after Trump. They'll go after his attorneys. I'll even go after his immediate family if you think about it. Um, but they don't go after Zuckerberg. They don't go after Jack Dorsey, whose platforms were used for yeah. election meddling. Yeah. Literally proven. And they don't go after him. That's why this whole thing just needs to get burnt down. Just burn it all down. 2024, least, burn it all down. At least portions of it. Portions of it. Portions of it. <clears throat> it's crazy to me. Got, um... 
article here from Fox News. Vivek Ramaswamy ripped one of his debate one-liners straight from Barack Obama. Ramaswamy described himself with the same words Obama did in 2004. Vivek Ramaswamy stole one of his opening lines at a Wednesday night GOP primary debate straight from former President Barack Obama. Ramaswamy introduced himself as a skinny guy with a funny last name after receiving his first question from moderator Brett Baer in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on Wednesday. Um, the phrase echoed Obama's own choice of words when he introduced himself to the country while delivering his keynote address at the Democratic National Convention 2004. He said, so first, let me just address a question that's on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is the skinny guy with a funny last name, and what the heck is he doing in the middle of the debate stage? Ramaswamy joked, echoing Obama almost word for word. He should probably explain that. There's no explaining that. You're just a freaking, you're a ripoff. You're a great value brand, Barack Obama, Trump surrogate. That's all you are. You you would have to know that people would know that, though, right? Oh, they do now. I mean, I, mean, I don't remember what Barack Obama said back in 2004 as far as opening his speech. I don't remember that stuff. Yeah, but somebody. Oh, people do. Somebody oh, will, oh, you're obviously. saying, like, how did he, yeah. Yeah. How did he not think he'd get accused of plagiarism? Right. He's stupid, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or that's a subtle nod at Obama, which would be a very dumb move, very stupid move to make. Vivek's a snake. I'm telling you, watch this guy. He is a snake. He does kind of come off as a used car salesman. Bro, that smile. I Saying just hate everything it. you want to hear. He stroking does. your ego. He does. Um, Ramaswamy's in the news a lot. The person who, in, who most enjoyed the first Republican debate was undoubtedly former President Donald Trump by not participating in the forum. He stayed above the fray, and what a fray it was. The night was full of acrimony and sloppiness. Verbal punches were thrown, but few landed. Humor and humility took the night off. The eight candidates who gathered in Milwaukee have in common that they are massively trailing the former president. Nothing that took place in the debate stage will turn that around. Um, No, but again, also, this is the first debate. There, bro, I'm telling you. Um... I'm telling you that it's going to get bloodier. It's going to get bloodier. The fact this first day, the fact that Fox even admits in this article that the first debate, humility took a back seat and they started throwing punches that didn't land. That's a precursor for what's about to happen. And I'm not going to lie. I'm here for it. I love it. I love to hear it. And then Vivek probably, I love how, uh, what was it? Uh, what it was a Pence that said you sound like Chad? No, uh, uh, Christie said that uh, Vivek sounded like Chad GPT. He was like, oh my God. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But I love all the rehearsed scripts that every single one of them read for. Yeah. Like read from is like, you know, their intros and outros. Like this sounds so staged. But again, what else, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? So. Um, the only person that can pull off that impromptu stuff is Trump. He is. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Trump. Trump Even knows when he how doesn't to do know it. what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that is that is an appeal to Donald Trump. That's great, but at the same token, like ah, by the same, ugh, fuck these tokens, man. Fuck these tokens. Um, another article here, interesting enough. Report: Facebook fact checkers try to influence Australian referendum on indigenous rights. Sky News Australia has published an in-depth report about a full-throttle attempt to influence the outcome of a democratic referendum in the country. Facebook, known as Meta, and a legion of supposedly third-party fact-checkers are shutting down journalists and activists who oppose the referendum in an effort to silence dissent. Well, Republicans could have tried to fix this, but they didn't in 2016 through 2018. Because according to them, Article 230 was okay. Crenshaw said it too. It's okay. Shouldn't remove it. Yeah, you're eating your words now. According to Sky News, Facebook, along with the Coalition of International Fact Checkers, is working to skew debate 
on social media in favor of creating a proposed representative body, which will be put to a vote of the Australian people later, people later this year. Via Sky News Australia, two of Australia's most powerful universities and a multi-billion dollar tech giant are fronting campaigns to silence news coverage of the voice of influence that towards the referendum. A Sky News Australia investigation has uncovered a disturbing foreign finance attempt to block political debate and news coverage around The Voice, which exposes the global fact-checking system used by tech giant Meta as non-compliant with its own rules for impartiality and transparency. Ban Facebook from your countries. That's the only way to fix this. Ban Facebook. If that's what they want to say, I'm telling you, you get protections from the government... You get the ability to censor people. That, that is fascism. That is fascism. Yep. That's the literal definition. What are Republicans done in America? And that's why I'm to the point now. I was like, fuck it all. Let it burn. That's because most Republicans are Democrats. It's like, yeah. it's the same party. Yeah. There's only a handful of people in government, I believe, that actually love America. Yeah. I don't even think those people like America. They don't act like I it. think it's more so uh, they are so rich. It's not about nationality. It's about how much can I get. It's about power. It's about power. Another. It's about I mean, power. It's about drive. It's how, about the willing to survive. It's about. Blah, 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 blah. Ask them how they become multi multi millionaires well, you know, working for. Yeah, absolutely. Being a career politician. Yeah. So, okay, you were an attorney for what? A few years, then you got into government. Mm-hmm. Never ran a business. Never, never balanced a, the budget. Yeah. yeah. And now, now you're worth a hundred. Hundred fifty million dollars. Oh yeah, they make they make great money. They make it's a, dude. It's a lucrative. It's a lucrative business. Yeah. And the way you fix that is number one, no he more did, career uh, politicians. And then two, did go after what's her face, Nikki Haley about. He, oh yeah, Lockheed Martin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, but I think it's the Vivek. Of all people to say that, Vivek, it's like you are a funded Soros shell. You can't make that accusation towards anybody. You're literally just on a different payroll. Where did payroll. you see that Soros paid for his school? He admitted it. There's articles all over now. Really? Yeah. He even, even said, yeah. Now, the funny thing is, like, WEF listed Vivek as an up-and-comer, and then he sued them. But it's like, but why would they feel comfortable to put your name on their website? I'm I think that was good that. that DeSantis brought up uh, Soros yeah. and how he kicked yeah. out the two DAs that were that Soros. That did look good on DeSantis. If DeSantis sticks to that, as far as saying, this is what I've done, and it was provable because yeah. we don't, we know it made national headlines saying of discrimination because it was a black woman. They replaced her with a black dude. And it was like, your discrimination is bullshit because we just replaced you with, you know, one of your own. So I don't know how that works. But DeSantis can keep doing that. It's just that the delivery, it's kind of like, it's kind of, I don't know. It's just not. Um, Milk toast. It's I wouldn't know not milk toast. It's kind of boring, but the same the same the same fact. It's he does it. He's got the he's got the. Uh, if you if you look at a side by side between DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy, DeSantis actually has a report card. Vivek does. doesn't. Yeah, Vivek doesn't. Again, I think I don't trust Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm. But again, he said all the right things did, last yeah. night. Yeah, DeSantis needs to take a page out of his book. I but think DeSantis. DeSantis is, yeah, I I agree. He's he's done a lot a lot of good for Florida. Yeah. Do I think this is going to help DeSantis surge in the polls? No, I don't. I, I don't think, I think you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give me a bloodthirsty DeSantis. I don't see it yet. When DeSantis goes to that level, I don't know if he will. Um, Vivek, he's trying his best to throw punches, but he goes from sales car car salesman like ha 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 to then he starts throwing low brow low brow jabs. It's like, okay, I just wish you'd pick one or the other. Are you gonna be the clean cut guy? Or are you gonna be the Donald Trump? Which is it? So. I think he's shifting between the two. Do you oh. think at some point he was going to call Chris Christie a uh, fat fuck? Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. I don't think he would either. I wouldn't go to that level. The fact that Nikki Haley made it about sex was a stupid move. Don't go to that level. Not in a presidential debate. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Donald Trump got away with it. But then again, if you try doing that, they're going to accuse you of being trying to be like Donald Trump. You don't have to do it. All right, we're going to take some more of your calls. It is 214-817-1689. Again, the number is 214-816-1689. Uh, call in with what you think or how you think the debates went or who you think won the debate. Has, did anybody get their minds changed last night about anything as far as the candidates they might support? Which I doubt that's going to happen. You got a call? All right. Taking your calls. Yellow. Hey, let me turn off my volume here. Um, as far as the debates go last night, I didn't watch them. Why? Because I was too fucking high. <laughs> okay. Good for you. Two, two, yeah, two Halo dummies, and I was out. Okay. But, yeah, you know, like someone said, um, all this transgender stuff is a fad. And just like bell bottoms, it has to go. <laughs> all right, we're trying to keep it on debate topics this time, so I appreciate your call, bro. This is for debates and debates only. I'm not trying to veer awake. We can talk about this stuff another time. I appreciate you being high on Halo gummies, though. That's awesome. I think that's our friend. Um I love it. Great. But I want to talk about debate stuff today. I'm taking more of your calls at 214-817-1689. Uh, I, you know, I always throw this out there for like all my haters and trolls out there on social media. It's like, this is why I do it. And nobody calls in. Like they always try and tag me. They always try and comment. It's like, I, I open the forum up to debate anybody and nobody calls in. And I find that very curious. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. But, and then, I don't know if you saw this article. This is kind of funny. Uh, the relaunch of CNN streaming service provide proves CNN is doomed. Did you see this? No. Oh, this is funny. The news that far-left CNN is relaunching its streaming service is not a victory for CNN. Instead, it's proof the fake news outlet is doomed. To begin with, this new streaming service... <laughs> the fake news outlet? Yeah. This is from uh, Breitbart. To begin with, this new streaming service will not be a standalone service like the ill-fated CNN+. Plus. Uh, secondly, whatever this new CNN streaming outlet is called, it will be offered free, free to those who've already subscribed to the Warner Brothers Discovery WBD streaming service, Max, formerly known as HBO Max. In other words, CNN is being demoted to nothing more than an add-on to an existing streaming service. Why? Because WBD knows CNN cannot survive on merit, meaning a standalone product that survives either on subscription fees or advertising revenue. The 2022 launch of CNN Plus was a catastrophic was catastrophic in countless ways, but all would have been forgiven had the streaming service come anywhere close to its subscriber projections. According to the experts, CNN Plus was supposed to attract a few million subscribers immediately. On this day, CNN Plus was projected to have seen uh, 7 to 10 million subscribers. The reality was quite different. At any given time, only 4,000 were tuning in to CNN Plus. Daily users sat around 10,000. Numerous reports said that only 100,000 subscribed. That's horrible. Way off. That is way off, but that's also because CNN did that to themselves. You Good. shot yourself in the foot so many times with all of your fake news. Good. That's You did that. Like, you did that. But the fact that it just goes to show, though, that they tried launching a streaming service, failed, and they got eaten up by another streaming platform. So now you can come be a part of us, which it's I wouldn't even do that. Like, there's a reason people don't want to watch CNN. Let it, let it die. Just let it die. Yeah, they're going to have to sell it. There's no way that station's coming back. No, there's no channel, way. Whatever Fox is. is going the same way. Fox is, yeah. Fox is good. going the same way. It should. You shouldn't have fired Tucker. Even though I'm not a fan of Tucker anymore, 
You shouldn't have fired him. It was a dumb move. Dumb move. Oh, my God. I'm, I am looking forward to the next debates, though. It's going to be interesting to watch these people go back and recalculate and say, okay, this is the new approach we need to take because that's what they're all, good. That's what they're all going to do. They're going to go back there and say, how can we change this? How can we make our guy better, more appealing? Let's look at the polls. What do people have to say? They're going to be reading all the tweets, reading all the posts, reading all the Facebook comments. You're going to be reading all of it. Guarantee. And they're going to go back there and they're going to apply it to their candidates. Okay, okay, Ron, this is what we're seeing. You know, take a firmer stance on Ukraine, blah, blah, blah. blah. I guarantee they're going to go back and tell them that if if they get any questions related to that. That's that's the best way to go forward. It's it's literally a live and learn type deal. Yeah, I don't know. They all do Do you think he fires uh, his campaign team again? Revamp DeSantis? Uh, It's going to be a bad look if he does. He already got rid of the head one dude. I forget what his name is. Um yeah, his his campaign so far has been very lackluster. You know, Trump did that several times though during his 2016 run. I remember that. Huh. Yeah, I mean, hmm. so you got to get the right person in there. You do. Um, he shuffled a lot of people around until yeah. he landed on Kellyanne Conway. The sad that she did wonders for him. She did wonders for him. Her husband is a huge, huge sack of shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that relationship at all because he's clearly a Democrat. You know, I I don't. It's got to be money, uh, public opinion or public perception, I guess. I, that's just my that's just spitball in there. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode, folks. We appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, tomorrow, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I've got an interview. Now, listen up. This is interesting here. I've got a young lady that's going to come on the show, and she's going to give testimony against Janae Perfectly Flawed as far as her scamming her out of $1,000. She's going to tell me about how this happened, what went down, and uh, I'm excited to do this. So, Janae, maybe you should unblock me and uh, come on the show. Ooh. What are you scared? Janae, why don't you, why don't you come debate me? I mean, I, what you, I'm not going to catcall you. You're not my meal ticket. Why, why don't you come on the show? Let's have a sit-down discussion. Let's talk. What's the, what's, what's, what's the harm in that? Why can't we even talk, Janae? You already blocked me on Twitter again. What the hell, Janae? Anyway, she's coming on the show tomorrow. It'll be at 12 p.m. CST. Do a nice little interview. It's going to be interesting. You should tune in. Also, don't forget, for the rest of the day today, I believe code DEBATE is going to save you 20% off of Shellshock CBD. If you've not jumped on that, you should. ShellshockCBD.com, 20% off. We've got the Rackout gummies. We've got the Halo gummies. Uh, we're releasing some new products here very soon. And also, don't forget to sign up for the reward program so you can start saving points to essentially save you money off of future purchases. Excited for this. You should definitely check it out. We paid a lot of money to have this implemented for you. We literally dropped $15,000 on this program software for you, the people, to actually save money. Again, it's like you can have these reward points for how much you buy, how often you buy, and you get free product. You cash these points and you get free product in the future. You apply it towards future purchases. It's awesome. Take advantage of this. Again, it is shellshockcbd.com. Go check us out there. All right. Anything to add, my man? You guys have a great day. And as always, stay savage, America.